the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we are joined once again by our good friend Marcus. Marcus, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? Uh, you think you're doing well. Wait, I've got <laughs> news! All I right, so, well. <laughs> so, so for this particular episode, I didn't tell Tier or Marcus, or anyone, what stories I was researching. Because I want to see real expressions. I hate it when you do this because I know I'm just going to get angry. All right. All right. All right. Here. We'll, we'll do a little one. We'll, we'll work you into it. Ready? The U.S., it was formally announced by the Secretary of Defense and General Miley, right, that the U.S. is training Ukrainians outside of Ukraine. Including here in the United States. I guess they couldn't do it in Poland after that uh, after that one soldier got his nipples bitten off by a whore. That too, yeah. <laughs> oh, you think I'm joking. When no, no, this, no. I know. When we're done with this episode, Marcus, I'll, I'll try to find the video because the guy that actually announced it actually sputtered. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I, I, I understand. Why are we fucking around? Just, just We're just going to teach the Azimov Brigade or whatever it is to, to shoot in the kneecap better? We did this once before with the uh, Contra, didn't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> that worked out work so out. well. All right, so I want to sit here and read you something. This is an excerpt from a certain book. So I want you to hear it. Ready? Which book? I'm not no, going to tell you. <laughs> when you hear someone making a statement like Russia is fine, this is specifically targeted at pro-Russia people. You know, the are your favorite friends, the Q people. When you hear someone making a statement like Russia is fighting the Great Reset or Russia is is defeating the globalists, this is a clear sign that the speaker doesn't fully understand what the Great Reset actually is. If we want to be diplomatic, we can straighten this out with a few simple questions. If Russia is fighting the Great Reset by invading Ukraine, how does this relate to the cyber polygon and food chain reaction exercises? I'll explain those in a sec. Once you understand that the Event 201 exercise didn't predict a naturally occurring pandemic, but rather an engineered crisis, why would you look at their plans for a massive cyber war and a multi-year famine any differently? The food chain reaction exercise, which was conducted in 2015, predicted a food crisis that escalates in 2022 and doesn't fully resolve until sometime after 2029. Could someone please explain how Russia invading Ukraine prevents the globalists from engineering this multi-year famine? In fact, if you were to try to engineer a worldwide famine, can you name a more efficient way of achieving it? Russia and Ukraine are the world's largest grain producers, and Europe's local food production is highly dependent on Russian fossil fuels and fertilizers. A war between these countries guarantees supply shocks, but in spite of this vulnerability, we see Western European countries provoking Russia with sanctions and weapon shipments, practically begging Putin to cut supply. Are we supposed to believe that Western leaders, you know, the WEF, World Economic Forum, stooges themselves, are really this stupid? The same logic then also applies to the cyber polygon. Cyber polygon lies at the plan for uh, how to respond to a cyber pandemic that all of the participants, which include Russia, seem convinced is inevitable. This period of cyber warfare is supposed to take down the banking system, create the pretext for the rollout of central bank digital currencies. How is Russia working against this by invading Ukraine? In fact, if you are trying to engineer conditions for a large-scale cyber war, 
could you point to a more efficient way to achieve it than for Russia and NATO to engage in a tit-for-tat? And how exactly would Russia's victory in Ukraine, and potentially in Western Europe, set back the plan to roll out central banking digital currencies? Keep in mind that Russia and China are inseparable allies. If Russia prevails in Europe, the digital yuan and digital ruble will replace the dollar. And if by some stretch of the imagination the U.S. were to win, they have their own CBDCs waiting in the wings. Checkmate, globalists, right? And to circle back to the pandemic, are we really supposed to believe that Putin is not aware of the fact that COVID vaccines are deadly? If he's fighting the WEF agenda, why hasn't he called out the absurd risk-to-benefit ratio, especially for children? Why is Putin still personally shilling for vaccines and boosters? Putin didn't push for vaccine passports at the federal level, but he said nothing when they were implemented by cities like Moscow. Claiming that Putin, one of Schwab's, yo, Klaus Schwab, the one in charge of the World Economic uh, Forum, right? Uh, one of Schwab's young global leaders, that's Putin, by the way, has gone rogue, isn't on track to stop the Great Reset, is like saying that an actor in a play is going to defeat the script or that a game show participant is going to bring down the host. Makes no sense at all, does it? The Great Reset is a template for a multi-year crisis designed to move human societies from an era of unbridled consumption and relative freedom to a much more highly controlled and meager existence. It also involves a significant reduction in population. This is the part that some people haven't come to terms with yet. The ruling elites didn't screw up when they pushed these vaccines on the public. We know from the Pfizer documents that they knew from the very beginning that these products would cause severe injury and death. And they are being careless when they systematically destroy food and energy supplies. This is on purpose. This is a genocide. No other explanation holds water. It's like the real-life Hunger Games. Yeah, I was going to say, so uh, our district's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh or they're going to be, or we're going to be the, how many districts are there? There's like 13 13. Districts? Yeah. And then the 14th one was destroyed? No, there were 12. The 13th, the 13th one was one hidden. Was just, yeah. Because <laughs> they nuked the shit out of it. No, no, no. They were the nuclear power. They're the ones that were allowed to exist outside of the system because the rest of the system feared nuclear holocaust. Oh my god. So pretty much we're at we're we're either gonna have a digital ruble uh ruble. Digital dollar. Digital dollar depending or... on the country that wins. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to start calling it units. And when no, people but... sit here and go, China is against the New World Order, allow me to quote George Soros. Hold on. Let me remember. Okay. So I think you need a New World Order that China has to be part of. The process of creating it. And they have to buy in. They have to own it in the same way that, let's say, the United States owns the Washington Consensus. China isn't just a model for the New World Order and the Great Set describes. China participates in its formation and plays a dominant role in shaping it. So, you know, they would have to, because had... they're about the only, it's about the only option China has to recover at this point. It's either domination and conquest or by the Great Reset. I have more, but I think that's enough for right now. <laughs> but even speaking about the, uh, the food shortages and stuff like that. I mean, uh, is it telling that the U.S. government was paying, were paying farmers to pretty much burn and destroy three quarters of their crops? Like, you know, we're so reliant on other people, and we had all like, you know, they were being farmers were being paid to destroy the majority of their crops. Not just paid because that makes it sound like they were complicit. A lot of them refused, and then it was informed to them that if they didn't destroy it, they could either take this particular amount of money, or they wouldn't be able to sell their shit at all. No, I don't. I, don't I got to see a couple of those letters, and it's like, well, <laughs> damn. Hey, is it more telling that 
not only did we try to not only did we destroy a lot of our own agriculture uh, <laughs> we're actually pegged to completely demolish our record of illegal immigrants yeah we talked oh, about mean, title 42 yesterday yes mm-hmm. we're, we're, not to mention the fact that we're taking in a hundred thousand ukrainians that we know of you know that we know of. that we those are the official them. numbers yes I mean, the, the the administration, you know, does that shady shit where they're flying people in at night, you know, under the cover of darkness and, and you know, spreading them out through states, you know, like if they're saying 100,000. I, I, I'll try. I'll go with the multiples of uh, three. You remember the high school multiples of three? The college of a girl says she a guy says she only slept with three people. A girl says she slept with three people. Six guy says he slept with three people. It was really one, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the multiples. of But three this one. have no fear. There's other stuff that will distract you from the food crisis. The New York Times put out yesterday, the next wave of COVID-19 is coming. Here are seven ways you can lower your risk. I'm not going to read all of them because it's stupid. But how to prepare for the new wave of COVID-19. One, pay attention to the COVID indicators in your community. Have high-quality masks on hand. Order home COVID tests sooner rather than later. Get a booster when you're eligible and get a pulse oximeter. Does, does one of them vote Democrat? Is that in there, too? Why do you need a... Never mind. That last one makes me ask questions. So, look, so I won't you... read you any more out of the book because I want to... I want to kind of move on to the rest of the stories. <laughs> how many, how many, you got to figure, it seems like the more distracting the news gets outside of like, you know, world politics, like with stupid things like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, like who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like the more distracting it gets, the worse things are getting and the, and you know, and the worst things are going to get until November pretty much, you know, and, and until we're under lock and key again. You, you, you seem to believe that there's actually going to be an election in November. I'm hopeful, man. But if there is, it's going to be from home. Yeah. And we know where that goes. Yeah. So anyhow, let's go on to the next story. <laughs> he, enjoy, he enjoys ruining our nights. <laughs> All right, so this following story is going to do three things. It is going to make pe- make more people identify as trans. It's going to normalize trans lifestyle. It is going to encourage less people to work. This is all linked into the metaverse. And when I explained to you, or the smart city plan of keeping you in your home, living in your dystopian false reality, and living out all kinds of depraved desires in their virtual r- world. The Gateway Pundit article will say it all. And then I'll I'll show you the article up there. All right. The Gateway Pundit article is titled Southern California City to Give Transgender and Nine Non-Binary Residents Up to Nine Hundred Dollars Per Month in Universal Basic Income. Let me share you the screen so that you can see. I'm not lying. I don't have to. Society is fucked enough. So, SoCal City to give transgender and non-binary residents up to $900 a month in universal basic income. Transgender in Palm Springs will receive up to $900 a month a UBI with no strings attached for the sole purpose of identifying as transgender or non-binary. So my question is, how long do you have to be non-binary? Just every uh, month you go to collect your check. Do you have to prove it? Um, you have to be on hormones. I don't know, uh, but it says no strings attached. So they're going to allocate two hundred thousand dollars towards the pilot program. Uh, Twenty trans and non-binary residents will receive money for eighteen months. A California city. Hold on. Uh. They passed it last week by unanimous vote. Former San Diego City Councilman Carla DeMaio, a Republican who served as the first openly gay member of the city council, called the program outrageous and discriminatory. 
We're completely opposed to a guaranteed or universal basic income programs, but they ultimately cause inflation and raise the cost of living on everyone. No wonder he's Republican. They don't work, but at least some of them have minimum income requirements to qualify, whereas this one is no strings attached, woke virtue signaling to the LGBT community in a way that is not only offensive, but discriminatory, he continued. So, thoughts? Are they giving them $900 a month because they're considering it like a disability? Like, what? Like I mean, like, what? why? There's just no well, reason because... Because California... Because California and the Democrats have, have, have been trying for the UBI, Universal Basic Income, for so long. And if they can get the special interest groups in and on board uh, it it's it's highly discriminatory though like that it seems to me that that would break several federal laws you would think but tell me when california or the left has paid attention to the constitution Don't or or to to fuck or any other laws yeah but i mean so you, just because someone identifies as like you know, an Apache fucking helicopter, you're gonna give them nine hundred dollars a month. Nope, nope, nope. That that's not nine non-binary, and that's not transgender. You literally have to say that you you're transgender, or but there's no strings non-binary. attached. Non-binary. You could be a heterosexual married male and just go there and say you. Know, you could be transgender who identifies as a female, but only sleeps with your wife, and then technically you're what they want you to say look it's basically just trying to pump those numbers up so that they can make more laws that benefit them it's how they pad their numbers what's 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 infuriating to me is especially living in new york watching the amount of people who severely abuse ssi you know social security disability uh insurance and benefits and all that stuff and when people who actually need it, I had a friend whose daughter is autistic. And when she turned 18, you know, she, she needed it. He's like, I'm not going to be around forever. It took them forever to get it where people are just having kids and being born into it and passing it down from generation to generation are literally taking advantage of the system. I had then, to file for social security benefits three times. And, you know, and that's, that's the bitch of it where people just walking in and be like, I don't have a job. I don't have this, but I have kids and, and they're like, and I'm going to have another kid and they have a kid and more kids. And then, you know, you end up with 30 year old grandparents and 15 year old parents. And, you know, once the 15 year old turns 18, they get, they get their own stuff, their own case. You know what I mean? And, uh, as long as they don't have a father. Yeah. And then you, then you get people who actually need it when you, you know, and the same thing, they make you jump through hoops, right? Yep. Now that well, you're giving cash we talked about it yesterday on the podcast. Proper. We talked about it yesterday on the podcast. They already have an app for the illegal immigrants so that they can go through the border check-in process so much faster. So that you can qualify to for amnesty in the United States at a faster rate. So you don't have to wait in line as long to illegally come into the country. And then, you know, we're going to uh, uh, allocate all the, the VA uh, benefits and everything to illegals. Yep. Makes sense. Right? Exactly genius. Think about this, though. If you really wanted to piss a bunch of people off, especially on the right, especially working class, conservative Americans, give someone 900, and it starts out 900. They'll find some way to jack it up even higher. To it, or it's already to the point. It's just like what happened during COVID. During COVID, they were giving an extra $600 a month on top of the state unemployment benefits. On yeah. top of the a state month? I, I, I believe yeah. it was weekly. Yeah, they it was getting, a week. They were getting $1,000 a week. Uh, it, here it was, six, here it was in Florida, it was $600 on top of the state. But yeah, it was $600 a week. Which yeah, pissed my most... wife off because yeah. she had to work. And if she would have stayed home and gotten fired, she would have made more money than if she worked full time. 
Exactly. To piss you off even more, there were people who were applying for unemployment benefits that didn't have jobs for years. For When I say years, I'm saying over 10 years and were getting unemployment benefits and back pay. So they would get like 30, 30 grand, 20 grand, the lump sum, and then get, you know, pretty much $900 a week, $1,000 a week. They're ramping it up. They're wanting the right to make a move. Yeah. Hold on. That's from that source. Okay. There are several guys that I worked with. They ended up making more money. Not working. Yeah. Well, see, I can't do that. My personality would not allow me. What I was raised to be would not allow me to sit at home and make more money than what I was when I was working. I know the intelligent factor would be like, yeah, let's do it. But, and now they're complaining we can't get anybody hired. It's like, well, why not? They make more money staying at home. Well, you know, again, remember in the beginning of the pandemic, when everybody was getting all this money and everything was coming in, you know, Home Depot was out of lumber. It wasn't out of lumber because of shortage. It was out of lumber because people were doing shit around the house, you know. And then, you know, and then all this other money that they were giving, like people were spending like crazy. Well, now the bills have come in, you know, now people are taking um, what they were thought were uh, um, unpenalized pe- uh, pension or 403B payments, like, you know, a loan. You know, this it wasn't free. It wasn't free. you still have to pay taxes and shit on it. Now, now they want the money back. You know, with taxes and all that stuff, and people freaking the fuck out. So tell me that's a tell me that's like an onion article. It is not. So I want you to know how many times have we heard that what happens in Europe is going to happen in the United States, and it used to be five to ten years, but now it's more like six months, three months, right? <laughs> So let me read you this article. Proposed United Kingdom law will jail people whose speech causes psychological harm with no reasonable excuse. The maximum penalty of up to two years in prison. If you're tired of censorship, cancer culture, the erosion of civil liberties, well, get used to it. The online safety bill, a sweeping online censorship law that's currently making its way through Parliament, will force big tech platforms to censor some categories of content that the government has deemed harmful and will introduce new criminal offenses for posts that are deemed to cause harm without reasonable excuse. So they're going to pretty much sit some woke people in front of a computer and say, monitor them. Anything you don't agree with? I wonder if they can arrest you if you're in another country. Mm, I'm looking. As if the definitions were not far-reaching enough for the demands that simply the risk or potential of harm is to be treated in the same way as references to harm. The examples of harm that are listed in the bill are equally ambiguous, such as when individuals act in a way that results in harm to themselves or that increases the likelihood of harm to themselves. Another example, like whereas the result naked, huh? You mean like that um, video that Amy Schumer did where she was fucking naked? Yeah, that's psychological harm. Whereas, but it doesn't apply to her. Whereas, a result of the content, individuals do or say something to another individual that results in harm that other individuals or that increases the likelihood of such harm, including but not limited to where individuals act in such a way as a result of content that is related to that other individual's characteristics or membership of a group. These unclear and far-reaching definitions not only trample over the free speech rights of the British public, but also make it impossible for platforms to determine how to comply with the bill. That's because many posts could be considered harmful under such broad and flighty definitions, especially when combined with the postmodern idea that speech can be psychologically harmful with increasing sections of the public that expect to be coddled. 
Adding to the lack of clarity just days before the final bill was published, UK Digital Culture, Media and Sports Secretary of State Nadine Dorries, one of the main proponents of the bill, has contradicted the bill's own wording. She tried to defend the bill by saying those who fear that the government wants to ban legal content if it upsets or offends someone have a complete misunderstanding of the bill. No, I, I think it's pretty clear. I was going to say, I mean, it seemed pretty straightforward. Come on, Alice. Let's look at the looking glass. So it's if I straightforward. Just... Sorry. Yeah, it's okay, straightforward straight and forward. it's open-ended. It's straightforward and it's open-ended. Ah, so... We can't use straightforward. Straight is a word that is offensive to gay people. Ooh, shit. It's woke forward? I don't know. All right. So it's it comes with... Then. It comes with two years, right? Two years in prison. False communications offense describes false communication. Okay, so that's the hate one, right? Harmful, right? False communication offense is described as false communication is sending a message that contains information that a person knows to be false with the intention of causing non-trivial, psychological, or phys- physical harm to a likely audience when there's no reasonable excuse. It comes Wait. with a maximum penalty of 51 weeks. Hold on. The UK forces. Okay, go ahead. Wouldn't that mean that an audio book, a manga, a cartoon, a TV show, a movie, a news article? Yeah, all of these could be considered. Well, that's what I was just saying. It's straightforward but open ended because when when they're saying it applies to individuals, when are they going to start applying it to press? And they won't. Know, honestly, they won't. honestly, like what this, what you just read, pops. I mean, that would be everybody who, uh, every liberal who posted about the quote unquote "don't say gay" bill. It also have to do with the Hunter Biden laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we would, we are, if we were in the UK, we would be in jail right now. The UK's police forces are already intentionally famous for using other vague and subjective term "hate" to justify adding people's podcasts, tweets. Their register of over 120,000 non-crime hate incidents. And with these new criminal offenses outlined in the bill, the police have the power to arrest and charge citizens who are accused of causing someone psychological harm with speech that would be legal if it was communicated offline. The censorship requirements and new criminal offenses relate to harmful content are some of the many threats to civil liberties proposed by this online safety bill. It also threatens privacy, gives larger media outlets special exemptions that aren't afforded to regular UK citizens. So the news people can still like you. For now. Oh, they'll always be able to. We no, we, uh, we only pay barristers, weathermen, and politicians to lie to us on a regular basis. Fair. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Our next one. Let's keep this bull rolling. <laughs> I fucking hate you because I'm really trying very hard to keep my blood pressure down. <laughs> yeah. But come to fuck on. Okay, hold on a second. Let me just repeat this, though. So... Knowingly false information. So you can't even write a, a fictional book. That would be technically, by by their own definition, fiction, uh, presenting a false narrative, something you know to be false, with the intent of creating a psychological harm. That's why uh, any horror movie. Well, even that, le- even with- any you know, leaked Rosie O'Donnell sex tapes, you know those kind of things. No, that that deserves anybody leaks that that deserves fucking firing squad. But like even pops was saying the Hunter Biden thing. Look at all the information that was put out there was falsified by the left leaning media, right? The liberal media that turned out to be true. And then somebody sitting there saying, you know, say like Fox was saying, Fox News was saying, no, this is absolutely true. You know, we have sources, we have this, we have that. So what they're going to be jailed and then fifty two uh, months later? Don't give don't get don't give Fox any credit because they were just as guilty of it. As a matter of fact, even more so, they sit here and all the other media outlets right now are blaming it all on Hunter, but it's not Biden. It's not President Potato. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah, no. Hunter by himself now. Mm-hmm. That dude couldn't parmesan his way out of a cheese factory. I'm just saying. Ready for the next one? Yep. 
Biden's pick for Supreme Court, Kataji Brown Jackson, once argued judicial system is unfair to sex offenders. Yeah, fuck no! Why? Why would you bring this one up? Oh, okay, look. He said, yeah, he said it, it before it's, we saw it. No, no, no. no she's, <laughs> she's partially correct. It is unfair to the fucking victims because they should be shot and killed. The offenders should. There should be no let's sit in prison or let's put you on a fucking list. No, eradicate the problem. When a dog bites you, you put it down. You do realize that there was another article that came out the other day, and I didn't save it because I didn't want to, but since we're here, right, there that she was recently asked why she gave lighter sentences to sex predators, right? Uh, not, Not child porn sexual predators, including several cases in which the victim was under the age of five. Babies. You have, you have scum raping babies and she decided that she was going to give them a a lighter sentence. Probably because of this article that she wrote in 1996. Oh, and uh, if you didn't know, I don't know if she's been confirmed yet or not, but she's going to be because the Republicans aren't going to take a stand. We have our lovely traitors who come to the fore to pass whatever the Democrats want. I Right now, they're at a 50-50 split. Right? Which means they couldn't get confirmation because to get confirmation, you have to have a quorum, which means you have to have a majority of people, right? And Kamala Harris doesn't push that number into a quorum. So they couldn't technically, if it was split up by the the parties, they couldn't possibly get her confirmed. I bring you Mitt Romney, who, who... not even two years ago, opposed her being appointed to the appeals court. But now that she's going to the highest state of the land, he apparently needs his dopamine of the left to like him. They don't like you. They're not going to support you. They're not going to back you. Stop. Stop trying to get a pedo. Oh, wait. He's a pedo, too. Wait, 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 wait. Like I said before, on a certain other situation, brah, no matter how hard you try, no matter how much you bend your morals, she will not pick you. <laughs> no, they they fucking love him. What are you talking about? <laughs> they love him because he's a he's a fucking fart in the wind, bro. He just, he just goes whichever way the wind blows. He does, and that's the problem. Him and Snow from Alaska, and we have in states that are thoroughly red. How do we get these shithead fucking appointees? Wake up, people. Do better. That sounds familiar. I would read more. Do you want me to read more, or are you done with her? Well, okay. I'll know. Okay, so in the article, she put, in the current climate of fear, hatred, and revenge associated with the release of convicted sex criminals, courts must be especially attentive to legislated enactments that use public's health and safety rhetoric to justify procedures that are, in essence, punishment and detention. Her article took issue with how some state legislatures at the time enacted laws to regulate the release of sex offenders. Examples she cited include requirements for sex offenders to register with local law enforcement officials, notify community members of their presence, undergo DNA testing, and submit to civil confinement for an indefinite term. Although many courts and commentators herald these laws as valid regulatory measures, others reject them as punitive enactments that violate the rights of individuals who already have been sanctioned for their crimes. That's what she wrote. Under existing doctrine, the constitutionality of a sex offender statutes depend upon their characterization as essentially preventative rather than punitive. Yet courts have been unable to devise a consistent, coherent, and principled means of making this determination. Well, if you look at the, they already have all these things in place and the recidivism rate is through the fucking roof. So let's, let's lighten it. 
preferential offenders like this, so I mean, they're never going to change. A leopard like that does not change its spots. I know we're supposed to believe in reformation of, of criminals, but that's not... You have a better chance of being bitten by a shark on dry land than you do of a of a pedophile stopping to be stop being a pedophile. They just get better at not getting caught. And now the highest court in the land, as well as the highest position of power in the land, supports pedophilia. Yeah, well, I mean, and and with fucking... her on the court, the laws are going to change. They're yeah, going the to flag. make it. They're going to make it a sexual preference that is recognized by the government within, I would say five years, but I'm going to, I'm going to push it. I'm going to say within three years, pedophilia will be a legit sexual preference. And I will start hunting. Okay, Steel Walker. Wait till they have their first Map Pride Day parade. No, no, no. There's a difference. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to see that one. <laughs> No, yeah, that'll that'll be great. <laughs> no, there's a difference between me and that slow Steel Walker. Steel Walker is going after non-binary people to take them to the hospital. I would want to be killing pedophiles, culling the herd, so to speak. So there's a difference. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I really do. I really hate you so much right now. <laughs> Why? What did I do? You, um, you know how much I absolutely despise that little sack of shit. <laughs> but no, I uh, okay. Wait, wait, it, hold it, on. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you think. Ready? Okay. okay. Do you believe that felons who get out of jail for violent offenses should be allowed to own a gun if they have served their time? Yeah, because there's a con because there's a difference. That is a constitutional right. Uh, no. It's not a constitutional right. It is the government is held back by that con by the Second Amendment. Well, yeah, but I'm saying that once you've served your time and you're out, yes, you have every ability. I believe in the constant and the absolute nature of the Constitution as a check and balance against what the government can and cannot do. It's not rights that the government's given you. We've already discussed this, and I agree with you. Right. Okay. But so why? Why does a felon who committed murder or robbery get his gun back, but a sexual predator who has done his time still has to register and all that other stuff? I don't. I don't care because what your because answer America, is. I just threw it out there because I want to see if you... <laughs> because America had to do something with its societal structure to give them. Because instead of you know locking them up for life or killing them. We give them a secondary option of parole for the rest of their life, basically. We tried to dress it up. We tried to normalize it. That's why. Because if this had been any other time... It... If it had been any other time, even back, oh, I don't know, 1940s, people like that who got caught got removed. Yeah. They took out the trash. Yeah. All right. I'm done with this story. You ready for the next one? It's entrapment. <laughs> What's entrapment? Oh, 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 oh! So you heard that uh, Dick Durbin came after Halsey uh, for trying to pass a bill, right? No, Halsey wanted to. Halsey wanted to criminal uh, pass a bill that would criminalize and harder pressures on uh, pedophiles. And the Democrats rejected it. Of Isn't it nice when they out themselves? Yeah, they we've got, we've got, you know, the the Florida don't say gay bill, which it doesn't say gay in it. So I don't know why they get that, or the don't straight bill because it doesn't say straight either, right? You have you have teachers who are so pissed off that they're quitting and leaving the state. They're they're identifying themselves. If you think that this is about gay people and it's an attack on gay people and you should be able to fuck or teach children between the ages of K through third third grade about sex, congratulations, you're identifying yourself as a pedophile and New York is putting billboards 
for the next 10 months in the state of Florida that says, if you're a child pedophile, come to New York. Well, it doesn't actually say that. It says, if you don't support the no, the, the don't say gay bill, come to Florida, uh, come to New York. So, so New York's going to just become the home state of groomers and pedophiles. And... Let me tell you something right now, as a father of five, if anybody has a conversation with my child about their sexual preferences, you will be reading about me in the paper. <laughs> so I no, no, no. I'm gonna take this one step further. You all will be reading about me in the paper, and Odin's gonna be like, you know, I'm really not surprised he used an axe. <laughs> <laughs> so how bad is it that we get more trouble for killing the pedophile than the pedophile would get for ruining the lives of multiple children? Well, just before you're about to be sentenced, you could just say, I identify as a female with a beard and put me in a women's prison. No, because every other sweaty ball sack's going to be doing that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they're all, they're all leaving the state of Florida. Uh, all of you groomers, all of you people who sit here and, and want to accept that type of lifestyle, congratulations. Go to New York where you belong. Don't come and, and, what did Kamala and, Harris say? Don't come. <laughs> and and oh as God. soon as we get them all to go there, because you know Mr. Adams is going to sit here and give them benefits for moving there, I say that we sit here and we just create Escape from New York, seal it off, and oh. be done with it. So I'm I just started watching a new TV show called Under the or New to Me. It's been around for a while, but Under the Dome. So we could just put a big dome over California and New York and call it good. I, I, again, I, I don't know how many times they said it. it used to be so great to be able to say I was from here. And if I wasn't divorced and had to you know, split time with my ex-wife to get my kids, like, you know, to see my children and they're still so young, I would have been out of here a long time ago. Unless I could convince them to come, <laughs> my ex-wife to come, but. Yeah. <sighs> okay, All right, hit me with so, the next one. You, you you got me. You got me with the with the pedo. Let's give me the next one. Do you want story one or story two? I'll let you pick. Uh all right. Uh, let's flip a coin. Fuck it. Surprise me. Ah. All right. Two. Fine. I want to. All right. Two. Here we go. <laughs> Let me close this one, and then we'll open up this one. Do 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 do. You're gonna love this one. Oh, so God. you know how they talk about sanctions and all that stuff. Yeah. Allow me to introduce you to the craziest story ever. Russian ships are ditching their Russian flags and registering in the Marshall Islands and Saint Kitts as a tactic that could be used to evade sanctions. Like, huh? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thought? So 18 vessels ditched their Russian Russian flags in March, more than three times the normal rate. They're reflagging under nations like the Marshall Islands, according to Way, uh, Windward AI. The tactic, while legal, it's, it's fucking legal, allows businesses to hide their connections with Russia. <laughs> that is freaking awesome. Because it's Love, like, yeah, okay. Loopholes. Yeah. The tactic allows businesses to hide their connections to the Russian regime and deceive authorities in order to evade sanctions. Right now, tracking a Russian vessel with a Russian flag is very easy. If you, uh, if you build a shell company, you put a vessel in there with a new name, I think it's a different ballgame. Vessel's flag signifies the nation is registered in, which then has legal jurisdiction over the ship. In fact, in most cases, a vessel flag is a different nationality from the business that actually owns it. About three-quarters of ships are registered in a country separate from where they're owned. Eleven of the Russian ships that changed their flags in March registered instead to the Marshall Islands, a nation with an open registry that allows the registration of all vessels, no matter their origin. Insider previously reported on the popular cost-saving loophole known as a flag of convenience. Several countries, including the U.S. and U.K., have barred both Russian oil and Russian vessels from ports following the country's invasion of Ukraine. The sanctions 
against Russian oligarchs have led to a flurry of highly scrutinized ship movements as super yachts and their owners attempt to escape seizure. Back when, back in the old days, they uh, they had letters of marks that could change their flag whenever they fucking wanted to, depending on the situation. That is essentially what this is. Yeah, but I'm saying here's like, at what point does like you have to be willfully stupid to sit there and look at and go, wait, you were Russian last week, but now you're Saint Kitts. I wonder why. I identify as a. <laughs> the problem is, is that they. Every country has been doing this for years, right? Because it a lot, yeah, they've been doing it for a long time. So, but specifically, they've been doing it with the United States, have been doing it with Ukraine for weapons and supplies and stuff like that before, since two, since before Crimea, right? Since like 2007, right? 2007 through 2009. Right, they were doing it uh, with the whole Crimea thing in 2014. You know, the governments do it when they sit here and they need to get troop movements and not tell everybody what's going on. Yeah, all of those things. Isn't that awesome? So yeah, you can take those sanctions and shove it because <laughs> there's so many fucking loopholes that they find them. Because they've been using them. And if you wonder how everybody knows about them, it's because our own government does it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've done it for... <laughs> it just that... it seems like, you know, the fact that it's that easy just to switch and be like, yeah, no, see here, we got your papers, we're good. Yeah, where are you headed, Russia? <laughs> well, it's, it's like you can get citizenship in the Bahamas, right? All you have to do is buy a home. It doesn't have to be a big home. It doesn't have to be a, a super home or of any type. It could be a very small, and you can claim uh, if you're a landowner, you can claim Bahamian citizenship. I was going to say, just it could just be a plot of land. It doesn't have to have a house on it, right? I think it has to have some sort of structure, like a dwelling. Yeah. But yeah, to become a Bahamian citizen. four-hour boat ride just saying <laughs> yeah but i don't think southern bohemian well southern bohemian might actually have a good ring to it <laughs> hey 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 one of my favorite vacations was in the bahamas it's where i met a very interesting tour driver we kind of went off script because well weather and uh he sits here and he goes, look, in the Bahamas, man, we only got two speeds, slow and stop. And if you don't like the first one, you're definitely going to not like the second one. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that is true. All right, I'll get rid of this story. <laughs> That's fucked up. The one time I went down to the Bahamas, we get down there and then they go, oh, we're going to have a hurricane. So I, I went through my first hurricane on a on, on a Bahamian island. That that that's not no. All right, I'm I'm not gonna let you see the headline. I want to play a video, so I want you to hear what's going on because I may have issues with a certain representative from Florida. However, in this one, I think it's pretty freaking awesome. Let me know if it plays the sound, because I never get it right. Nope, it's on mute. Hold on. It's the... Can you hear it? Yeah. Yes. number? Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Opt in to cyber safety at norton.com slash cyber safe. Blah, blah, you guys blah. told us that Russia couldn't lose. You told us that the Taliban couldn't immediately win. And so I guess I'm wondering, what in the $773 billion that you're requesting today is going to help you make assessments that are accurate in the face of so many mm -hmm. calls? You, you've, you've seen what's in our budget. You've seen how the budget matches the strategy. And so I'll let that speak for itself. 
Well, I mean, I've also seen that we're behind, Mr. Secretary. We're behind in hypersonics. We failed to deter Russia last year. So what do you what do you, what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? How, how do you how okay? Do you, who do you who's ahead in hypersonics? How, how do you how do you how do you how do you make that assessment? I don't know. How, is, may, is I make that assessment one, because is China is fielding hypersonic weapon systems and we are still developing them. Are I make that assessment because Russia actually used one. By the way, your own people brief us that we are behind and that China is winning. Are, are you aware of the briefings we get on hypersonics? <laughs> aware of briefings that we provide to, to Congress. It, it's not just the hypersonic. It's all over the world. It's in Taiwan, where China's last year flew more sorties than ever before. It's North Korea on pace to shatter prior records, the number of missiles that they, that they are testing. And so while everyone else in the world seems to be developing capabilities and being more strategic, we got time to embrace critical race theory at West Point, to embrace socialism at the National Defense University, to do mandatory pronoun training. Do you it's, assess? You know, it's, it's again. This is the most capable, the most combat credible force in the world. It has been. No, we're not. It will be so nope. going forward. Not and if we continue down this path. To do that. Not if we embrace socialism. The, the fact that you're embarrassed by your by your country. By oh your no, no, country, no! I'm embarrassed by I'm, your leadership. I am that. not embarrassed for my country. I wish it's we were not losing saying. to China. It's I what wish you're we saying. Were, you know what? The that's you know that is so. That is so disgraceful that you would sit here and conflate your failures with the failures of the uniformed service members. You guys said that that Russia would overrun Ukraine in 36 days. You said that the Taliban would be kept at bay for months. You totally blew those calls. And maybe we would be better at them if the National Defense University actually worked a little more on strategy and a little less on wokeism. Has it occurred to you that Russia has not overrun Ukraine because of what we've done and our allies have done? But that was baked into your flawed assessment. That was baked into your flawed assessment. And so yeah, I saw that the Obama administration the that tried to destroy our military by starving it of resources. And it seems the Biden administration is trying to destroy our military by force feeding it wokeism. I yield back. I saw that earlier. I don't, I don't like him, man. I think he's a piece of shit. But on this one, I have to give him props. Mm-hmm. He hit it on is the he up for election though. again? Matt Gates. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's know. probably why he's taking such a hardcore stand. No, he's always been like that. I personally am calling it the the rest of the article just talks about the the budget and seven hundred and seventy three billion dollars for defense. By the way, <clears throat> for every point of inflation that we sit here and we raise, right, we pay for another military. Just let that sink in. Jesus Christ. The in interest rate alone. So but back to the I call it the DeSantis effect. People all around the nation are sitting here and they're seeing DeSantis get constantly hit and just not giving a fuck. Yeah. And they're looking at the numbers. The amount of Republican voter registration in Florida has absolutely fucking skyrocketed. <coughs> and they sit here and they're watching the number of Democratic voter registration uh, of registered Democrats drop. Dwindle, yeah. In, in the state of Florida. And people are looking at those numbers and going, it is absolutely un precedented like it's never happened in history to the extent that it is now and they're seeing it and they're like uh now looking at these trends it looks like the republicans will win handily the house and the senate right handily however i never if we have an election i will never Never underestimate the ability of the Republicans to fuck up a oh, sure thing. Losing something that's already fucking won. You know, what's going to happen is we're going to get in there and be like, oh, no, we have to all work together now. And, you know. And that happens every fucking time the Republicans see Every church. time. And you know what? We don't have to work together. They never work with us. Nope. You know, they push this fucking agenda, this wokeism, and all this other shit. The fucking energy, all this bullshit, and all they do is they put us out of fucking, they, they set us back so many years, and then we get in the office like, oh, let's work together, let's work together, let's listen to our constituents from across the aisle. 
fuck that. You know, like let's put some punish place that, Yeah, let's the put one place thing can't go the one thing that I didn't think that I would like about the Trump presidency is the one thing I think we need to work on really, really hard in the on the red side of the house, and that is punishment, mm-hmm. payback, retribution politics. I think it's a dangerous game, but at this point, the only way to save the country right now is to hit back hard, drain the entire fucking swamp. Unfortunately, the reason that we're not going to sit here and learn everything about the Ghislaine Maxwell, we're not going to learn everything about Epstein, and we're not going to learn everything about the Hunter Biden is because the people that are in charge, either they red or blue, know who's in that on those fucking lists. And they're not going to expose it. No, and I mean, again, and I think that's why Trump was such a threat to the left and to the, and to the fucking machine as a whole, because, you know... He didn't know allegiance to anyone. No. He and- had his own money. He, he, didn't, he didn't make it after he became a politician. He actually lost money as a politician. And the fact of the matter is he didn't give a fuck. He didn't owe anybody anything. Everything he said he was going to do, for the most part, he did. The thing about the retributive politics, we need to, because they do it every time to us whenever they get back in charge. But they've learned that they can act with impunity. At the most, the right is only going to set their plans back a couple years. Yeah, four years They're not, is usually yeah, how that works. Four years and. <laughs> When we need a complete and total system fucking reset. Agreed. You know, to sit there and say, like, anybody who, like, like him or hate him, right? Our country was in a very good position when we had Trump. You can hate him all you want. If anybody could sit there and honestly say that we're in a better spot than we ever were since Trump left. Is it Uh, fucking delusional? Hey, 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 hey. Don't be saying that now. They're taking this whole you can't be that retarded thing to a whole new level and taking it as a challenge, okay? Yeah, they fucking went up. Because I literally had to sit they... through some woke-ass motherfucker today doing that for eight fucking hours. Well, I was either delusional or, or I would be willing to give up my sobriety to try the drugs that they're on because it's got to be some really it's good shit. It's got to be some really good shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like the fact that we're, you know, record illegal immigration, record inflation, record gas prices, right? Like record everything, you know, go to a fucking store and try to buy a can of soup. None of the good records. Fucking broth, <laughs> Which, you know, like you know, it's, it's fucking $5. Like it, it, it's, we're hitting records in all the wrong places and we're doing it by design. You will own nothing and you will be you will happy. Be happy. And and they're expecting us to thank him for it. They're still blaming Trump now. They're blaming Putin for fucking sure. gas prices. You know, one of my friends listens to our podcast and he made a comment to me. He goes, "Don't you think y'all should kind of dial it back?" And I realized that that is the attitude that led us to where we are today. Mm-hmm. Which is why, and I've always been this way. Um, pops can I'm just a little bit more delicate around the edges a little bit. More than I was. Um, but if the truth kills them, let them fucking die. At this point, there is no amount of common sense, no amount of fact, no amount of proof that we can give that will prove and wake these people up. The only thing that will happen is action. Well, my issue is this, like with the dialing it back thing. Like, you know what? If you want to debate me, I'll debate you, right? But I'm not going to sit there and listen to some bullshit. Like it, actions always speak louder than words. And when you when somebody says well let's see it and and you were literally showing it to them like look right now even the numbers even if you look at the numbers there's still people out there who fucking months ago uh, took the new york times which is a liberal fucking rag and sit there and said oh they said the hunter biden laptop is a was a russian ploy and now that they reversed it are still sitting there saying well you know sometimes Sometimes people get it wrong. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't think that they were wrong about that. I just, you know, sometimes they reported it wrong. It, it definitely is fake. You know, there's people still out there who, with actual evidence and seeing it in front of their fucking face, if they're not seeing it there, they're seeing it when they go to fill up their fucking Nissan, uh, you know, a Toyota Corolla, and it's costing them 60 fucking bucks. You know, they're seeing it there. Let, let still... me... Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Do you think... That the reason that the media sit here and decided to admit that the Hunter laptop exists 
is because uh, they decided to wake up and do journalism? Or do you think it's because that allows them to remove Biden from running in 2024? I definitely don't think it was an ethical quandary. I don't think it was any ethics at all. Yeah. Uh, I honestly think it's either a, a an effort to get him to not be able to run again, or it's an effort to open up the door uh, so they can remove him from office and put Kamala Harris in charge. I kind of think it's it's more of a ploy. It's for a good distraction. Say, hey, look, sometimes we make mistakes, but we always correct them. Maybe two years later, but we always correct them, and then you know. It's for me, it's watching them do it. They're, they're, you know, they're operating with impunity. So it's like, you know, it's not like they really, their credibility took a shot with their readers. It took a shot with everybody else who doesn't wear their ass as a fucking hat. You know what I mean? All right. So Kamala Harris becomes president of the United States. Her VP then becomes Michelle Obama, who surprisingly still has a greater than 75% approval rating in the United States, becomes VP. She doesn't have to run. She's picked. There's no controversy. Everybody's already gone through the life of uh, the Obamas. She becomes vice president. 2024 comes down. Kamala decides that she's not going to run for re-election because of the whole tainted past, right? And be, Michelle Obama becomes the front runner for the 2024 with a vice president of AOC. And oh, Kamala God. Harris is then nominated for the next Supreme Court justice position. How do you become a Bohemian uh, resident? You have, to buy, we, you have to buy a house. I think we should just all go to the middle of Montana or South Dakota and declare. A... Nope. Nope. If that happens, I'm going to the death zone in uh, Wyoming. Michael Obama would win. He'd win in 2024. Huh? Yellowstone? Yeah. Do you want to know why? Because, yeah, at, that, because at that point, I don't care. If the super volcano explodes, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> well, uh, for a different, different, different reasons for me. Yeah, if it blows, then we don't have to worry about anything. But you've got hot springs, which makes things really, really good, and when you you can tame them down, uh, makes it comfortable, makes it a bit, uh, easier to do. You know, greenhouses and stuff like that. If you find a way to control it, they've got food and stuff coming in with bison and wolves, everything else, and. Uh, Fuck it, half the year nobody's there. So death zone. Oh yeah. There is a zone. There is a zone just south of Yellowstone. We won't talk about that on this podcast. But anyhow, so so that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. So uh, anyhow, I want to close with another excerpt from the book. Ready? It's not my book. Oh. The first part wasn't my book either. Yeah, it sounds like something would be in your book. Parts of it are, but this is written up much better. So imagine you were a globalist. Your ultimate goal is to establish a totalitarian global government. But how do you get from point A, a world of sovereign nations, to point B? Global governance with teeth. By having the West defeat Russia and China economically and or militarily, that doesn't make any sense. The West isn't strong enough to defeat the East at this stage. And the East is already much closer to achieving the level of societal control the globalists are seeking to establish in the West. China already has their social credit system up and running. They were the first to roll out vaccine passports and the first to release their central bank digital currency. And remember, China was the first to implement lockdowns and continues them even today. By the way, Shanghai has been officially locked down 25 million people as of yesterday. Again. One could make the case that a much more efficient path to totalitarian global government would come through the defeat of the West. This is the real red pill. China isn't just a model for the new order that the Great Reset describes. China participates in its formation and plays a dominant role in shaping it. This is why 
Soros doesn't like China. It's not that they're opposed to each other. It's he wants to be the top dog and China wants to be the top dog. But the goals are the same. China participates in its formation, becomes a dominant role in shaping it. The fact that China has become the manufacturing center of the world ensures that the digital one will be dominant at the end of the conflict. The ability to track and control all transactions in real time will give them an even greater advantage than the U.S. has wielded through its reserve currency and petrodollar status. This is what some people are cheering for unwittingly when they decide that they want to play the Marvel Universe fuck-fuck games of if there's a good guy, there must be a bad guy. And if Ukraine is full of Nazis, then Russia must be the good people. No, they're all bad. They're all evil, and they all need to be taken down. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast, unless they come for us. <laughs> the preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost. <laughs>